This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. I am talking with Steve Koo, a photographer out of Chicago. So Steve, let's hear your story. Why did you want to become a photographer, and how did you get to where you are today? Oh, hi, Allie. Um, well, I was always more of a right-brained person. Like, I was really into music and art when I was a kid. I actually, um, I didn't go to school for photography. I actually went to school for engineering. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for that degree. I'm doing nothing with right now. Um, but, you know, I was much more always into, you know, music and art, and that kind of clashed with a lot of peers I had around me who were much more, like, left-brained and more like practical than impetuous. Um, so when I was in college, I just started shooting for fun, you know, just kind of as a hobby. And I liked it, but I never thought it would be more than really like an on-again, off-again hobby. Um, until I shot a friend's wedding a few years ago. And I mean, I really didn't want to do it. I resisted it horribly, which being like this horrible friend, really. And I really didn't want to shoot it. Um, but when I did, I actually fell in love with it. Um, and pretty much from that point on, I decided that's what I always wanted to do. And I've been lucky enough that that's what I'm able to do now. So let's hear a little bit more about kind of how you transitioned that from the hobby and then took that into shooting a wedding, which I assume at the time, it's just a hobby. You're probably terrified as many are. And how did you so, get the confidence and the technical chops to go ahead and move with that? So, I mean, I... Yeah, I didn't want to shoot my friend's wedding because I thought that the time wedding photography had to be a little bit staged and cheesy and posy, and that's something I didn't really want to do at all. And when I found out it didn't have to be that way, you know, I started getting into it, and after shooting the wedding, I just absolutely loved it. So, I mean, from that point on, I pretty much just worked my ass off. Um, and I was always shooting. I was always trying to learn more and more from other photographers and artists, always looking for new motivation and inspiration. I networked as much as I could, probably maybe even to a fault, um, contacting pretty much like tons of photographers and other wedding vendors trying to introduce myself and kind of explain that, hey, I'm trying to get started. I'd love to second shoot with you or assist. I will buy you lunch or coffee or beer if you will sit down so I can pick your brain a little bit. So yeah, I just worked my ass off pretty much. So when you actually graduated with that engineering degree, was did you shoot your first wedding in college? Were you still in college? No, so it actually happened after that. Um, so were you working in engineering? So I was working full time. I was at a design firm and I just kind of got jaded to do it just because I didn't love the work I was doing. It was fine. I was at the point where I hated it, but I wasn't in love with it. I was commuting out to the suburbs every day, so sitting on the highway for an hour each way. So I got jaded to that. So just the whole everything about it, I just kind of got jaded to that. And when I got laid off from with firm I was at a couple of years ago, it's the whole cliche, best thing that's ever happened to me, because that really gave me the opportunity to go, oh, hey, let me see if I can do this full time, because the economy was starting to get in the tank around that point. So I figure, let me at least take a year or so and see if I can try to do this full time. And I have an awesome wife who was super supportive and said, yeah, go do it. You're so miserable right now. So. Yeah, she has been awesome and helping me through that. And yeah, I've been lucky that's been able to work out. So what was going on in your head at the time? What were the emotions? Was it fear? Was it excitement? What, how are you feeling about that whole transition? So, I mean, yeah, it's I, it's just a roller coaster because it's exciting and it's terrifying. And I was incredibly moody to be around because it's like high, low, high, low all the time, I'm sure. And 
I had white a wife and friends who were always putting up with me complaining and like even now see jokes about how all we ever do is talk about your business which I try to get better about um, because I mean yeah it is terrifying trying to pretty much do something I've never done before full time something I haven't been trained in professionally and on top of that basically try to start running a business by myself something else that I had nothing that I knew nothing about so I mean, I'd say probably that maybe was my biggest challenge, just not only the photography, but also the business end and the back end stuff that a lot of people don't think about, just learning how to run a business. And um, I made some missteps, but I think a lot of that now is alleviated by the fact that I have a really good accountant and a really good lawyer. So, I mean, those are two awesome things that I recommend anyone. Um, find if they want to start doing this. So missteps in just like not starting your accounting correctly and kind of having headaches later on. Yeah, missteps in that way as in like not really knowing what I was doing from an accounting point of view, not really knowing what you need to start a business. Um, so a lot of that I just kind of tried to figure out by myself and as that developed and I started, I actually got an accountant and a lawyer and they both got to kind of look over everything, the way my business was set up and my contracts and everything, and just kind of go, oh my God, what are you doing? Um, and kind of fix all that for me and help me out a lot. So that's been really helpful. Okay. So now on the marketing side and just growing your business from the point when you decided, okay, I'm going to go for it. What do you think has helped lead to your success? What are some of the things that you put your mind to or some of the actions that you took that helped to grow your business? So I think a lot of my success comes from the fact that I really try to give 110% to my clients all the time. I mean, like, I'm always going to shoot the way that I want to shoot, but I mean, like, my clients will do anything for me because they know that I'll do anything for them. Um, like, I always try to be super, it's like everything from always being super responsive on whenever they need to email me or call me. Um, just kind of sitting through their timeline to kind of so that they know what I'm going to be doing all day before the wedding being really easy to work with and fun to work with on the wedding day and exceeding expectations on like turnaround time and all that stuff this is kind of help lead to lots of word of mouth and lots of happy brides and grooms and um and yeah i mean like i'm on, unfortunately when you have a client-driven business it's impossible to make 100 percent of people 100 percent happy all the time so, I mean, I've had cases where I've had people who had issues or weren't fully happy. And the important thing is just to make sure you do everything you can in those cases to make those clients happy um, and learn from those experiences to kind of make to make yourself better, make your business better. Because I have clients now who I've had a parent of a bride who was very, very unhappy with some of the photos that she received. But now, I mean, like, she's referred me to two of her friend's daughters because she just loves me it's because I've done everything I could to try to make her happy. How did you get through that one? I mean, it's just like, it's like everything else, being really responsive and really trying to understand, like, why she's unhappy and just doing what I can, whether in terms of whether it's sometimes maybe you have to offer a free shoot, maybe you just offer a free print credit, you just, and then just kind of explaining what was going through your head and explaining like what you were doing and explaining, not necessarily, um, not just saying, oh, you're wrong, that's just not how I see things, kind of going through and being apologetic when you need to, and just making sure that they're heard and that their concerns are heard out. I think that's a good point to make because I do think that as a photography business owner, it's not only running the business and marketing and doing the actual photography, but often we 
tie ourselves in. It's our ego. We tie our ego into it so much. So if a client's unhappy, I think it's really easy to kind of be broken by that. And it's important to hear, you know, with clients, there will always be someone with some issue on something, no matter what, there will be a kind of a, a difference of opinion. So it's important to know you can't tie your ego to everything and let that get you down. And there are ways to deal with it to get beyond that and continue to, you know, make people happy and feel satisfied for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's get into the next question. Beyond difficult clients and so forth and accounting, what have been some of your other kind of challenges with running the business? We often present ourselves always having just the best of times 100% of the time, but what have some what have been some of the challenges that you've had to overcome? There's definitely I mean, I feel like I already talked about a lot of that in terms of the business stuff and how important it is to have a good, at least a good account so that they can explain to you how to run a business and what you need to be doing financially and taxes and all that. Um, I think the biggest thing I'm dealing with now is that I really tried to focus on this year is um, being able to balance work and family because I really have, my wife and I want to have kids and it's nice to actually see her too. Um, so, like, Last year, or the first couple of years when I was starting out, I was working like 70, 80 hour weeks every week. I was up until like two in the morning, four or five times a week. You know, I was always working every day. I didn't really take a day off. And my quality of life suffered. I mean, I loved what I was doing, but I wasn't able to spend as much time with my wife as I wanted to. So I think really the big thing I focused on this year is trying to make my workflow as efficient as possible. And that's everything from doing a better job shooting in cameras so that I have to do less post-production to my backup solution because I'm kind of a backup freak. Everything needs to be backed up like three times. So just what's kind your, of... What's your process for backing up that you've come up with? So, I mean, I won't get too crazy technical, but I've got um, a Mac Pro that has a RAID drive. It's kind of like my working drive. So that's my first backup. And then that goes to another external RAID that I have that kind of backs um, all of that up. Um, plus I have a time machine backup on top of that. And then I have an offsite online backup for all my JPEGs. So I'm kind of backup crazy. It's because yeah, I don't backup crazy. Yes. Because I don't ever want to be in a situation where I lose someone's images or I can't do something because I'm don't have a computer. Yeah. Um, so improving so your workflow and just taking time to workflow, put together processes. Yeah, being able to optimize my work better and figure out what I need to outsource because I'd rather make a little bit less money to be able to spend time with my wife and one day my family um, so I'm not in front of a computer like 20 hours a day. Yeah. All right. Let's go into what have been some resources that have been really helpful for you? Is there a book or a resource or a workshop or something that's been helpful along the way that you'd want to recommend to others? There's, I mean, we're, we're lucky that there's a lot of good resources really out there. There's a lot of photographers who are really good and willing to kind of share both their business and photography advice. Um, so, I mean, I look through so much of that. Um, the best thing for me that I did recently was the first ever workshop I did. And that was with, it was actually just earlier this year, that was out in New York with 
Ben and Aaron Chrisman and DQ Studios, Dave and Quinn. And that was something that was just absolutely just changed how I shoot and how I run my business and everything. Because in just like a day and a half, I learned so much from them, just in terms of like the creative process and what motivates them. And even like the stuff of what you already know, it's so nice sometimes to see it all, see someone else explain it and like draw it out and go through their thought process there. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's, I always do that. Just kind of actually seeing someone else spell it out has been so nice. So, I mean, that was super helpful to me. Um, earlier when I was starting out and I couldn't afford to do a full-out workshop, I bought a couple of the think books that Susan Stripling did, um, put out. So I think she just put out a new one, actually. So those were really helpful. Like Even if I don't agree with everything she says or how she shoots everything, it's really cool to see an awesome photographer talk about her thought process on different shots. So that was really nice and helped me out earlier on. Good resources. Do you have any final anecdotes or thoughts or words of advice? Um, don't be afraid to fail. That's another cliche, I guess. But I mean, don't be willing, don't be afraid to really try something new, whether it's shooting or what you're shooting, because a lot of times that's how you're going to find something else that might motivate you or inspire you. And that's how you're just going to find what you fall in love with. And that's going to keep you passionate and keep you really ahead of everyone else. The fact that you are trying something new and you don't want to fall into a rut and just do the same thing over and over and over. Good advice. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thank you, Allie. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.